0: very warm welcome to all our listeners. Thank you for tuning in. I hope you will enjoy this podcast. Hi, Krish. Thank you for joining us over at Blitz Business. It's a pleasure to have you
1: Thank you very much. It's uh, really wonderful to be here, and I uh, really appreciate the uh, uh, opportunity. So I guess uh, before we go any further, I got to tell you that uh, I did listen to some of the episodes in your podcast, and I have to tell you that there's uh, some really good content in there. So shout out to you, and, and uh please keep up the good work.
0: Uh, awesome. Thanks a lot, Krish. Uh, so uh, tell us a little bit about yourself before you know we jump into uh, your. Uh, current company tell us a little bit about yourself what's your background and uh, what have you been doing um, so far till now
1: sure sure so uh, um, currently I work for a a company called uh, MIQ and uh, like you said and I'm sure we'll be spending a bit more time in terms of what MIQ is about a bit later Um, I've been with this company for about uh, two and a half years and uh, at MIQ I lead the uh, technology and data science practices. Um, so been uh, in this industry, uh, I mean, been in the uh, technology industry for about uh, uh, 19 years. So before my stint at MIQ uh, I was with a company called uh, Expedia Group. I was with them for about uh, uh, 10 years. So they had the uh, world's largest online travel agency. Um, I started my stand uh, at expedi Group in London and then uh, uh, relocated to India, uh, worked here for a couple of years before uh, um, you know, before I started looking for other opportunities and then landed up at uh, MIQ. So uh, before, uh, before expedi Group, I was in the US for close to a decade. I went there, uh studied there for uh did my first masters in uh, uh engineering and then and uh followed by a second masters in uh computer engineering, both at uh Arizona State University. Um worked at a couple of different places in uh California. And then uh, before that I'm essentially from uh Quimato, So I uh Tamil so born and brought up there and uh, and I did my bachelors in mechanical engineering. So that's about me at a very high level.
0: <laughs> so, you have covered many continents. <laughs> so, which has been your favorite place? Uh, States, London, um, India. I think you have enjoyed the most. Yeah.
1: I think uh, you know, it's been a good experience all along, right? I'm, I'm not be, trying to be diplomatic here, but uh, <laughs> honestly, yeah, uh, honestly, yeah, uh, you know, every place comes with its own uh, trade-off, right? So as long as you're comfortable with those uh, 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 trade-offs, and you know, it's been a good experience, and I do think uh, that you know, it has definitely helped me to develop as an individual. Uh, kind of being able to work with uh, uh, folks from different cultures and and uh, different ways of working and uh, ways of living and stuff. So it's been it's been good so far.
0: So many people, you know, especially our listeners or uh, people I who interact with, are very fascinated. Right? They want to work outside. Um, I'm going a little off tangent, but little. uh, So you have the experience, so I'm I'm unable to resist. Right? (laughs) So so many people, you know, go off. uh, uh, You they know uh, they see states as the opportunity, especially in tech. Right? So what's what's the one big trade-off? If you know you know uh, the other side of the story, which people are not familiar with, for example, or maybe London. I don't know. Yeah.
1: Yeah. So I mean, when it comes to technology, uh you know, of course, uh, the it, it all kind of started at the uh, Silicon Valley, right? You know, where a uh, whole lot of innovation and everything uh, uh, happened, and it still happens. You know, uh, you, you still have all the uh, the big companies based out of there. But uh, things are uh, uh, changing because yeah, uh, it's it's a well known fact that you know uh, India is becoming the uh, uh, the next uh, uh, hub when it comes to uh, uh, development, technology, and uh, R and D. So you know earlier there was definitely a big gap in terms of opportunities. Compare you know if you were to compare India and in, and the uh, US or London or wherever, but I do think that you know the gap has uh, narrowed down quite a bit um, I mean now uh, one of the uh, the blessings we have after I moved here is the uh, availability of opportunities. there is a ridiculously good number of opportunities available in india the, all the growth is happening here and uh, i I think that reason is slowly going away in terms of uh, wanting to go elsewhere in pursuit of uh, wanting to do cool stuff. So, uh, I mean, for example, uh, recently I was uh, uh, reading that uh, in the last uh, quarter or couple of quarters, uh, close to uh, $7.5 billion uh, flowed into Bangalore alone uh, with uh, in, into the... Uh, um, uh, investment uh, venture capital space, mm-hmm. whereas in Bay Area, it was about uh, $44 billion. So it's still a big, big difference, but when you think about it, a uh, um, you know, good amount of money is flowing into uh, uh, India these days. So, And there are a lot of cool innovations, right, in the space of EdTech, FinTech, food tech, and the company that I'm working, the space that we are in, tech. there's a good load of innovation happening
0: awesome awesome so tell us a little bit more about you know uh, uh, miq uh, what you guys are doing what sort of innovation what sort of product you have um.
1: Sure. So if you look at uh, MIQ, you know, we uh, see ourselves and we are the world's uh, leading programmatic media partner within the ad tech domain. So I'm conscious of the fact that I've used a couple of uh, buzzwords in there already, but, you know, <laughs> we can unpack that uh, uh, again as we go. So what we essentially do is, you know, we work uh, uh, with advertisers and help them efficiently and effectively reach out to their Potential customers through any uh, available uh, digital channels. Yeah. So uh, uh, if if I can uh, use an example, uh, today, uh, I uh, I'm still a big fan of reading newspapers. Yeah, coffee and newspaper. Um, so uh, today uh, I saw an ad for a Citroen uh, uh, SUV on in the newspaper. So if I were to just use that as an example, right? So uh, when these companies, they spend hell of a lot of money uh, uh building a product, building a car in this case. And at the same time, they do spend a hell of a lot of money trying to reach out to their potential customers. And that's the reason why you see ads in your newspapers or ads uh, in Leany TV, example, when you're watching cricket or uh, something uh, on non-TV, you see those ads, right? And you also see ads when you're watching a YouTube video. Mm-hmm. say at the beginning of the YouTube video or middle of a YouTube video, or uh, when you're browsing online, you know, you do see ads at the top of the page or middle of the page or side of the page. And if you think about it, a good load of times, uh, you know, those ads are very relevant to what you've been doing in the past. Mm-hmm. Um, so all I can say is uh, the times that uh, they're not relevant, probably they're not working with their IQ, but <laughs> that, that aside, <laughs> uh, um uh that that aside, uh, um, so if you think about how that happens it's essentially because of companies like m i q working behind the scenes so going back to the example uh, again I'm going to oversimplify the whole ecosystem uh, you know take it down to the bare uh, uh threads. so uh, uh let's say we work uh, we are working with Citroen. Uh, Citron. I mean, we are not, but just as an uh, example. Mm -hmm. So they will have a budget, uh, you know, that they would want to spend in terms of uh, reaching out to their customers through the the digital channels. And some of that, you know, let's say we uh, work on uh, running some campaigns to them. Mm -hmm. So uh, uh, what what are the key objectives for Citroen would be? Of course, they want to sell their cars. And for that to happen, they need to bring customers to their dealership. And one way to bring customers to a dealership is, let's say, through uh, test drive booking. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, uh, 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 um, so they would give us X dollars. And uh, let's say, you know, uh, one of the KPIs that they would want to achieve through uh, uh, in term, by spending that X dollars is to, say, get Y amount of uh, test drive bookings. Mm-hmm. And that's what we would, uh, uh, you know, work with. So... Again, oversimplifying it. If you take a step back, it's essentially a uh, uh, um, customer segmentation problem. We mm-hmm. then need to re- figure out where the potential customers for that SEV are across what uh, channels that they are available. And then the problem is about how efficiently we could reach out to them.
0: So, if I understood... And deliver
1: on that KPI. Mm-hmm.
0: Got it. So, if I understood correctly, is it. Uh... Is it the triple M, the media mix modeling you guys are doing in terms of finding the effectiveness of different channels or it's something else?
1: So uh, that's part of it, uh, right? right? You know, uh, in the, uh, the, uh, the front end of this would be in terms of identifying the potential customers and then running those campaigns on behalf of our uh, advertisers. Mm-hmm. So, uh, uh, you know, finding where uh, uh, the, those customers are, through what channels. And, uh, uh, you know, let's say, uh, you know, you are one of the uh, uh, potential customers for uh, or in the market to buy an SUV. Mm -hmm. right which is evident by let's say your uh, uh, viewing patterns you know what kind of videos you're watching or uh, uh, you know where you've been uh, uh, going like you know you spend time in a dealership and stuff like that right Mm -hmm. so uh, when you land up on youtube What happens is uh, that they send out a signal uh, saying, you know, so-and-so is on the site. The the contextual information, not really uh, your PII uh, information, some kind of contextual information is shared. Mm -hmm. And uh, when we are running the campaign on behalf of Citroen, for example, we will look to see whether uh, you uh, fall under the right uh, customer segment. If so, we would then bid on that ad space. Similar to like a a stock exchange, you have what you have what you call as ad exchanges. So where uh, you know uh, 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 companies like MAQ running a campaign on behalf of Citroen, there could be some other uh, campaign that is uh, uh, say that is being run on behalf of uh, I don't know um, Hindustan Unilever. Mm -hmm. So uh, uh, they would then look to see if you fall into any of their potential uh, segments. So uh, if 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 uh, in our case if you fall under uh, a potential uh, segment, we would then bid on that traffic. Got it. Um, and an auction happens, yes. and whoever wins that auction gets the right to display that uh, ad. ad. Got it. And uh, let's say if we win, uh, win the ad, we would then get an opportunity to display the uh, Citroën uh, 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 creative to you with the hope that, you know, let's say, uh, you know, at a very... Uh, uh, basic level, you click on it and then uh, you go to the site, you um, book a test drive booking, um, okay. make a test drive booking. So that would be con- considered as a conversion. So we've uh, worked towards uh, achieving uh, the, the KPI that was initially agreed upon. So that's kind of how uh, this, uh, uh, this space works. And uh, this is uh, uh Okay, you know, because, this is a very common uh, thing, right? And you know, for example, one of the studies shows that uh, uh, for, uh, uh for somebody who spends a whole lot of time online and stuff, you could almost uh, be hit with uh, 4,000 ad impressions in a day. Oh, really? Right? And then so much so <laughs> that you... Yeah, so much so that uh, you... Kind of ignore it, you know, uh, in the sense in that it's so prevalent. Mm-hmm. And any such space that you see is all tradable. uh and can be bought and sold uh, online, right? And then because of the scale and stuff, essentially, we need uh, technology to be able to do that at scale. Mm-hmm. And that's what this whole programmatic uh, uh, space is about, and, and things have been evolving quite a bit. You know, uh, uh, our industry has uh, uh, benefited quite a bit. Of course, it's uh, it's not a great uh, thing when it comes to uh, uh, you know history. You know, this whole uh, uh, COVID and stuff. But then the uh, digital consumption pattern has changed quite a bit, right? You know, people are. Spending a lot of uh, uh, time online, consuming uh-huh. a whole lot of uh, digital uh, content, so that has uh, uh, you know provided us more opportunities, uh, okay, in in terms of. Uh, Helping the advertisers reach out to their uh, Basically, customers.
0: Basically, push, pushing more ads <laughs> anywhere and anytime. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, uh, so, so tell me, Krish. So it's very interesting. So, how uh, not familiar, understand the technology piece, but not familiar with the uh, exchange, uh, the ad exchange pit. So, uh, according to your experience, what is more sort of traditionally speaking, you have, you know, uh, like Facebook ads, right? I'm not too sure if they also provide the bidding mechanism, but therein Mm -hmm. you can set your budgets, you can identify your audience. And Mm -hmm. um, in one way, then Mm -hmm. you can push those ads and you get impression. You can select the, you know, the KPIs, clicks, views, or whatever it is versus um, bidding, you know. So how are these two models fundamentally, you know, if you can have some insights with us in terms of, Which is better, which works more, or which has less CAC or higher CAC? I mean, if you can share some insights.
1: Sure. So, uh, essentially, those are all different uh, um, mediums, uh, right? You know, uh, you have what you call as uh, closed web and then open web. The example that you mentioned in terms of Facebook is what we call as uh, closed web. Uh, Say so everything is, uh, you know, all the Facebook data, you know, the person has everything is available within their ecosystem. They run their own, uh, uh, you know, ad infrastructure, uh, right in you know, uh, uh, what you call as uh, say even the demand side platforms and stuff. So uh, uh, and then there are ecosystems that are uh, uh, you know th- th- that falls under what you call as open web, where uh, you know inventory is bought and sold. Uh, say uh, you know inventory available on editorial.com or CNN.com, like you know what the uh, uh, Wall Street Journal, so on so forth, right? So that's uh, uh, that's a different uh, channel. Different ways okay. to uh, uh, target and uh, end customer, so they all uh, can, you know uh, coexist, but of course you know we are seeing a uh, can, you know gradual shift towards uh, more closed web ecosystems, because there is this uh, uh, overly used age, right? The data is the new oil. Uh, yes.
0: uh, more more and refined and data,
1: you can most target. Yeah, exactly. Right. So uh, you do have uh, in a good load of these uh, big companies moving into that uh, space, you know, where they want to uh, monetize the data uh, that they have that the the likes of Amazon and uh, uh, Google and Facebook and uh, uh, even the Walmarts and targets, so on and so forth. They are building this ecosystem and uh, they all end up becoming that uh, uh closed web uh, okay, you know they, they fall into that space but then there is also this open space so that and then which means that you know we will have to operate across all these different uh, uh, ecosystems that are out there and then that's where uh, uh, you know we as a company come in and, and help out uh, the advertisers because it is becoming uh, uh, because of the complexity all the different silos that is uh, out there uh, uh, we come in and so, help out uh, okay. to, to abstract away all the complexities
0: Got it. In terms of if you have any idea, effectiveness and cost, closed web web versus open web, which is more uh, preferred. I mean, I understand in terms of closed web, we'll have much more refined data. So I'm assuming it will be more effective, or um, I could be totally off
1: see it's hard to generalize it that way uh, to be honest because it really depends on the kpis it really depends on the the campaigns being run right and then uh, where a potential uh, uh, segments could uh, exist
0: okay So
1: there is going to be a difference in terms of demography of people available, uh, right? You know who are consuming uh, uh, or who are spending time in uh, uh, TikTok or uh, Facebook or who are spending time on uh, uh, consuming uh, uh, content over uh, uh, connected TV. So it 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 really is going to depend on that.
0: Got it. And so, do you see any time sort of soon like? you gave youtube example right it becoming a closed web you know they have their own system in place and uh, is that a possibility or
1: yeah so that's uh if you look at uh, youtube per se you know that's where uh, you know that's within its own ecosystem right so that's not really uh, available through uh, uh, open web
0: okay got it because that's so... uh,
1: that's a google uh, uh, property right so
0: Got it. So these open webs, they, they, they don't have integration with these ecosystem. It's mostly for different sort of assets, um, exchanges. Yes, added. that's correct. Okay, got it. That, uh, so that's uh, correct. Moving on. So uh, tell us a little bit. So how uh, you guys are using, you know, uh, you mentioned uh, new innovation is happening. So AI in terms of how you guys are sort of utilizing in. Uh, the space and what do, what all opportunities do you see?
1: Absolutely. So can uh, looking at uh, how we go about, uh, I uh, driving efficiencies. Right. It's it's all about uh, having the right set of uh, uh, data and leveraging that. And uh, from that end, you know uh, it's. it's we uh, consume almost uh, 170 different data sets that is available uh, uh, out there plus all the uh, first party data and stuff uh, that uh, uh, an advertiser would uh, uh, share with us so essentially monster around uh, 10 at least uh, uh, 10 terabytes of data every day and our data lake is about uh, uh, is in the uh, petabyte scale so uh, managing all this data and trying to uh, uh, Gather insights from this data is a challenge, right? You know, but that's where the the, the richness uh, is in. The, the more you can uh, dig into that data, uh, better insights you could get, and then you can then use them to uh, action on it. So uh, uh, that's where, uh, uh, you know, uh, machine learning uh, uh, AI comes into a picture. Because when you think about it, right, and even going, going with the example of uh, uh, what we went over in terms of running a programmatic uh, uh, campaign for uh, Citroen, let's say, that you know the the segments are available or the customers for uh, are available through multiple different channels, and multiple uh, uh, you know across different geography, and then that they could be active certain times of the day, uh, or things are tied to certain keywords and stuff. So uh, in order to be able to come up with that set of uh, insights, you need to have good uh, models in place that you could use from day one. Of uh, setting up a campaign, and and uh, uh, when the campaign is running, you need to have uh, uh, you need to leverage on uh, technology and in, in uh, 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 AI to really make sure that the dollar is the dollar uh, the money is getting spent, uh, okay, you know the, the the right way. We are pacing it rightly. We are getting the uh, return on investment. And uh, even when you think about uh, are we bidding. Uh, you know, for an impression at the right level, you know, are we overbidding or underbidding? And, uh, you know, those things, all those decisions have to be taken automatically. And uh, even things like, you know, for example, let's say an, uh, an inventory is available. I'm just uh, using an example. Let's say uh, NDTV.com. That inventory could be available through multiple different channels. So, what is the efficient way of, uh, uh, you know, reaching out to that uh, uh, or leveraging that inventory? So, again, that becomes, uh, you know, a a machine learning data science problem. So, that's it it, becomes a very uh, key part of our uh, ecosystem.
0: So, whenever the term AI gets utilized, right? There has been, a lot of hype has been created, right? In terms of um, any new business coming into the picture using AI, even though they are not utilizing or it's just basic statistics. So in this particular space, uh, uh, what is the truly the opportunity from technology perspective? I mean, uh, at the end of the day you mentioned right there has uh, you get, you you need more data it can have better insights etc cetera, etc cetera. but the question i really want to ask what is the limitation let let me rephrase what is the limitation of technology uh, in this space
1: okay so i mean the the in general, if you're are you talking about uh, data or uh, machine learning, or in terms of uh, within the ad tech space,
0: uh, uh, ad tech space.
1: Okay, so uh, the sky is the limit here, right? Because like, you know, there are more and more uh, like, you know, problems that we are uh, looking to solve for, and these problems we need to solve for it at at scale. Mm-hmm. Okay. Even if you take simple things like you know, uh, sustainability is something that is uh, uh, really key, right? And in the time and age that we live, you know, looking at all the uh, the impact uh, of, of global warming and uh, uh, or whatever we do, the impact of what we do uh, on the environment, that's okay, It's significant. Uh, to give you an example. Uh, uh, I read somewhere recently that uh, uh, the uh, internet and the digital media alone contributes to about three uh, percent 4% of uh, global warming, right? Okay. And uh, if you look at this uh, um, ad tech uh, space, you know, when you're looking at all these ads and stuff, you could roughly, if you do the math, you could roughly attribute uh, one ad impression that you see uh, corresponds to one gram of uh, CO2 emission. And if you extrapolate that to uh, you know trillions of ads that is being uh, uh, you know uh, uh, traded and uh, uh, viewed on a yearly basis, that's a significant amount of uh, emissions. So therein lies uh, uh, you know opportunity in terms of how do you optimize for that? How wow. do you uh, take that into consideration when you are actually uh, uh, running a programmatic campaign? Because uh, uh, there are lots of uh, companies out there and for the right reasons, good reasons, you know, becoming more environmentally aware, right? So that could be one of the KPIs. They want to efficiently reach out to their customers, but, you know, do it in a way where it has minimal impact or they want to do like carbon offsetting and stuff. So uh, uh, that's an additional metric that we would uh, use to run the campaigns. Again, so it, and you need to do this at scale. So you need uh, proper models in place to optimize for that. So you you keep tacking on, uh, you know, uh, 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 more of of uh, AI and machine learning to uh, run these campaigns. Uh, again, uh, in, in 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 terms of uh, programmatic.
0: Wow, that's very. Very fascinating. So basically, just like one ad uh, impression equivalent to one gram of CO2. So, I mean, now companies are setting up their emission targets, etc. So, one quick fix could be just cut your marketing budget. <laughs> <laughs> I
1: mean, that, that, that's a that's a good uh, uh kind okay, you know, uh, uh, good way to look at it. But then, essentially, yeah, uh, it's not. It it uh, stops innovation too, right? You know, you look at our uh, 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 internet. Uh, you know, uh, most of the uh, content, you know, most of the stuff that you see is ad-funded. Mm-hmm. So you're going to uh, bring the whole, uh, you know, good load of that ecosystem to its knees. So and, ad- and uh, you
0: know, <laughs> ads are going to stay, right? So how do you, how can someone optimize, make that yeah. one gram into 0.5 gram, or how will that happen? Any I'm just
1: thinking out So it's about. going to <laughs> Yeah I I guess it'll be about the efficiencies you know in terms of uh, improving the efficiencies around uh, uh, how you run your campaigns how efficiently can you hit those uh, KPIs in you know, all those advancements right? So we're still at the very early stages uh, when it comes to There have been like a few companies that have been uh, 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 set up in this space and then uh, we just started uh, working with a uh, company called uh, uh, Scope3 in this, uh, um, in, in, within this ecosystem where we're looking at all those uh, options you know, in terms of uh, bringing that uh, front and center when we are working with our uh, customers. So think uh, you know, it's the initial uh, stages of that the whole uh, uh, innovation within that space.
0: That's fascinating. So basically, if you're saying, uh, uh, if you guys are efficient, right, if you want to have 100 drive drive-throughs done or test, whatever it is, you, if someone can do in 10 days, which will be more ad impression, and if we can say we can do in five days, we have saved X um, amount of, carbon emission or so on and so forth I, I i get the drift but
1: interesting yeah and, and <laughs> yeah and and also when it comes to efficiencies right one of the key things is also how much you are saturating your target audiences with these ads okay like, you know you can uh, uh, is once a day good enough Twice a day, good enough. For example, if you're seeing oh, an ad, yeah, was, uh, mm-hmm. you'd want to continue uh, with that. Uh, 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 how often do you put that creative in front of that uh, particular uh,
0: absolutely,
1: uh, uh, you know, audience? Mm-hmm. So uh, there again, you have the levers. Uh, you know, there is uh, because there is that uh, potential uh, attention span uh, that mm-hmm. you need to uh, work with. So where would be that sweet spot? So. Like you know, customers have kind like, you know, of uh that in the beginning of uh, at the back of their mind, or like uh, at at what point they start uh, forgetting. Mm. So then at that point you need to put that in front of them. So uh, the, 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 there again is the yeah question of efficiencies, right? Or potential when it comes to uh, improving the efficiencies there.
0: You know, Chris, you have opened a completely new world for me. <laughs> <laughs> I never thought (laughs) sustainability (laughs) from this perspective. So we do operate, we have business, we operate in sustainability, but that was from a very different perspective, right? But from this side, when I look at things, it's really interesting. So,
1: Absolutely. I mean, uh, I never thought uh, the world of programmatic or art tech could be this complicated and this uh, innovative. Uh, Again, when I first uh, got onto this, and uh, I just want to see how this whole thing uh, uh, comes together, the the challenges here. And uh, it's been absolutely interesting and brilliant. And and it's something that you do uh, behind the scenes, you know, unlike the world of uh, ad tech and food tech Mm -hmm. and fintech, you know, you get to interact with it and you get to use it. But when it comes to ad tech and programmatic, it's like completely behind the scenes. So uh, it's hard to uh, 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 fathom, like, you know, all the things that is happening behind the scenes for something as uh, simple as an ad that you see that is ubiquitous. That's there everywhere. So, and, you're yeah. the
0: mo- and you're the most important guys because you're bringing in the business, hopefully. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Yeah, I hope so. You know, better, the more uh, business we drive, the uh, better we do.
0: <laughs> Interesting. I was I was reading last week, uh, there was a Twitter conversation happening. I jumped in. So the discussion was as follows. It was on, on these uh, terms only. So they were discussing in terms of the CAC, the customer acquisition cost has gone down. And people, uh, there were a few edtech company actually, like, unacademy i could be wrong the founder was telling in terms of um, we used to spend 10 crores a month now we are achieving same my numbers could be off uh, for everyone i'm very bad with numbers Mm -hmm. but in the range like they were spending 10 crores but now they are only spending 2 crores but in terms of what they are achieving all the targets kpis still good enough because he said the CAC has gone down. Is it in your experience? Is this what has happening? Because for me, I was like, nah, it can't happen, man. It's like it's way too much uh, to believe. So I was not too sure. I was, yeah, I, was, it, 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 I thought it's a cover up for their, you know, um, cutting their funding, etc., budgets, etc. So. <laughs>
1: No, actually i would uh, agree uh, with uh, who were uh, mentioned that because uh, uh you know if we look at uh, how the dollars a uh, dollar is getting spent when it comes to uh, marketing more and more of the dollar uh, dollar value is a uh, uh, percentage of the dollar uh, uh, is, is going towards programmatic Mm-hmm. Because it's a lot more efficient because in when you think about it you know what the ads that you see in the newspapers or linear uh, TV and stuff you're essentially broadcasting it's it's kind of like a one size fits all
0: mm-hmm.
1: uh but whereas uh, when it comes to uh, uh you know uh, doing it a lot more uh, uh, you know or, or when you do it by leveraging technology, it becomes a lot more targeted. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then you are reaching out to the right uh, uh, set of folks with the right uh, sort of messaging. Mm-hmm. And that improves your uh, uh, efficiency. So that way you are actually, uh, in a way, I mean, of course, there's a whole lot of things that uh, has to happen, but uh, you are uh, uh, reducing the cost of acquisition. But it, a, uh, it could be so one, f- like from
0: 10 crores to 2 crores. It's it's possible. <laughs>
1: I mean I I I mean I can't comment or I don't know uh, how they uh, do that but mm-hmm. uh uh you, you know because I, uh, the uh, the amount of money that it would take I would assume that you know to uh, uh, create an ad and uh or, or uh, uh, running non digital campaigns and stuff to be able to acquire or the incentives that they uh, have to provide to acquire you know all those things go into that right mm-hmm. It could be a whole lot of line items that uh, contributes towards that, whatever number that gentleman shared uh, before Mm -hmm. and what it is now.
0: Got it, got it. So let's sort of shift gears. And um, so, we have many listeners who are like entrepreneurs, budding entrepreneurs, people who are doing business, wants to start something. So, if we talk from the other side, so what are the challenges, opportunities in this entire tech space, ad tech space, how technology, AI, machine learning, where do you see the opportunity is uh, for new ad entrants or someone who is looking to optimize, or how? Uh, you know, MIQ is making sure they are staying ahead of the game. So if you can touch upon from that perspective, covering, you know, what are the opportunities and challenges that needs to be addressed uh, into this segment and how you guys are uh, tackling it?
1: Sure. So uh, if you look at this uh, ad tech space, right, or even if you take a step back, uh, you know, uh, if you look at internet penetration, Mm -hmm. I think uh, if I remember right, it's uh, hardly fifty uh, percent. Uh, if mm-hmm. you look at the uh, uh, worldwide population, mm-hmm. so there is still a whole lot of uh, uh, scope there, right? So that uh, that defines that opportunity space. And uh, when it comes to uh, uh, ad tech, we in you know, a uh, yes, people do have uh, uh, smartphones. I mean, the percentage of smartphones is uh, increasing still. You have a huge population that uh, probably not leveraging the smartphones properly or still don't have the smartphones. So uh, therein lies that opportunity space, right? So, uh, and then uh, earlier I mentioned, uh, you know, uh, there is a good shift into uh, programmatic as time goes by uh so there isn't a uh, really like one dominant player or uh, anything there is uh, there is no winner uh, takes all uh, uh you know at this point in time there is space for a whole lot of people a whole lot of uh, companies to uh, play a role within the space. Even uh, uh, the other example I mentioned when it comes to sustainability, right? So we're still at the very, very early stages there. And there could be a lot more opportunities around that space for somebody to uh, start thinking in terms of uh, bringing that innovation. Programmatic has been around for 12 years, but still yeah, hey, you know, uh, the, we are a lot more closer to what it was earlier than, like, you know, saying that, you know, things have changed dramatically. There's been a good load of innovation, but it's still, we do still see, still see that there is a lot more that can be done um, uh, because there are not many players, honestly. So when there are more players, there is more uh, innovation and, and uh, uh, more Cross collaboration happening, right? Uh, and uh, all these places, uh, you know, even for example, the exa- uh, the the example that you mentioned, uh, managing ads in uh, Facebook. Mm-hmm. Right? There, there again, uh, uh, there is a whole lot that can. And I know uh, a couple of friends of mine have set up a company to uh, trade, uh, uh, to to help businesses uh, run uh, campaigns across uh, Facebook and uh, Amazon. Mm-hmm. And they're doing really well, Uh, but uh, they still haven't, uh, you know, they still work with a very small percentage of, uh, 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 you know, uh, folks who could actually leverage this platform. So I guess that uh, awareness, uh, there is a big gap in terms of awareness of these channels being available for small entrepreneurs, you know, uh, SMEs to leverage this so they could effectively reach out to their potential uh, uh, customers. So therein lies that uh, opportunity too. And then the other aspect to it is, uh, so maybe, uh, even if you take a step back from big data, I'm mean, sorry, uh, um, there's a whole lot of opportunities available uh, within the whole big data ecosystem. Uh, you know, things are revolving uh, uh, quite know uh, at a very rapid pace. So, uh, what the the tools, technologies that you are using now, the ways you are solving for a problem, is evolving at a very, very uh, rapid rate. There are newer ways of doing this, newer tools being available. There again, uh, uh, I would say there's a, there's a good uh, opportunity space there. So, it's it's exciting times, honestly. And then even when we look at uh, uh, what we are doing in terms of, uh, say, supply path optimization or uh, uh, bit tuning and so on and so forth, there is, uh, uh, you know, again, even though we've been doing this for a while, we have a real good uh, infrastructure, real good uh, set of folks in place. There's only a small set of problems that we can actually solve for meaningfully. Mm -hmm. So there's a lot more that can be done.
0: Oh, that's great. Thank you for explaining, you know, uh, very methodically, you know, the challenges and the opportunities in this space. And where do you personally feel um, um, uh, the growth is in this segment, you know, uh, which will be sort of more dominant or your take on it?
1: Yeah, so uh, I mean, of course, uh, a whole lot of uh, in, in of, uh, conversations are happening uh, when it comes to uh, this whole metaverse, right? And then uh, there is also uh, 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 more and more people are getting into the uh, online gaming, and uh, these spaces, uh, uh, when it comes to ethics, have not been uh, uh, haven't been prominent. I mean, of course, they are. Break in the, uh, these domains are still at the early stages, uh, there is going to be a good load of opportunities uh, within that space in, uh, in the near future. So that's on the opportunity side. And also when it comes to the challenges side, uh, uh, there is a good load of uh, regulations that is uh, coming into picture, say the likes of your GDPR and CCPA and uh, so many other uh, uh, data regulations uh that that's being put together uh and they are happening for the right reasons you know uh, we need to have such regulations in place to make sure that we are using uh, uh, personal information the, the right way and for the right uh, reasons. So uh, uh, that is leading to uh, uh, a good load of uh, uh, opportunities where uh, the data is available in a clean room uh, only within uh, clean rooms and how do you access those uh, uh, clean rooms? What do you do with the data uh, in those uh, clean rooms? How can you scale uh, the uh, uh, operations in uh, when when there is so many silos that are available uh, that are going to be there. Um, so that's uh, 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 we see that happening. It is going to go more and more uh, uh, towards uh, towards that.
0: And and just one last thing, um, Krish. So uh, you know there are many new technologies which are coming, which have gone, which will come. Mm-hmm. So uh, you mentioned metaverse, right? So uh, what is according to you, you know which technology let's let's uh, you know in terms of is a fad you know you believe it's a fad and it's 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 just overhyped for for me if you ask me i will say it's metaverse maybe i could be wrong totally wrong but the vision the facebook has meta has for example i mean it's it's just i i'm not able to comprehend maybe that's my limitation but i strongly feel it will take it, it 10 20 i don't know how many God knows many years because they don't have any other ev- avenues to grow. So it's a change and pivot in this story. But from your perspective, what is that technology you feel it's little oversold?
1: Um, you know, <laughs> funny enough, I have to concur with you on uh, What uh, you are, uh, what you just said, uh, honestly. Uh, I mean, it does has have its, uh, have its uh, uh, you know advantages when you think about it. But then uh, again, this is my personal view. Uh, if you, uh, you know, uh, I don't know if I'm a bit old school here, but. Uh, <laughs> We seem to be doing things uh, where we want to uh, uh, more and more of these things where we want to keep people uh, comfortable within their own environment, you know, with this whole concept mm-hmm. of uh, metaverse and, the, you know, how you interact uh, with uh, with other avatars or personas and stuff in this virtual world. Mm-hmm. Moving uh, away from, like, you know, physical interaction and going, going more and more towards virtual interaction. I'm I'm not sure if. That's a uh-huh. good evolution maybe <laughs> there could be its own pluses uh, uh in a uh, in a way but uh yeah i mean uh, i i i have my uh we've mean my friends we've had a good amount of discussions and sometimes arguments too you know whether <laughs> it's the right thing or not the uh, right evolution or not <laughs> it's um, a, it's similarly you know uh, you could uh yeah
0: yeah go ahead.
1: sorry. No, I was just going to say, similarly in the uh, uh, in the space of uh, uh, crypto, oh. you know, cryptocurrencies <laughs> and stuff. So uh, uh, really, you know, really yet to see uh, how this could, uh, you know, uh, positively uh, impact uh, you know, our, our uh, this generation, next generation. Um, you know, we had to wait and see. Maybe uh, it will, uh, but uh, yeah, I haven't really seen that uh, personally. In my opinion,
0: right. I think um, I'll second that in terms of crypto, also. So definitely, but promising tech, uh, definitely down the line. Some yeah,
1: yeah. I mean the the. Mm-hmm concept behind uh, 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 crypto, uh, you know, that has far uh, reaching benefits. I'm yes. specifically talking about the, the cryptocurrency uh, part. Uh, you know, the whole uh, decentralization and uh, uh, that, that has uh, um, definitely has its space uh, for, you know, for future. It's probably the applications of that particular uh, uh, concept.
0: Definitely, um, uh, I think a little bit, little bit of a blip we are seeing in the market. I don't know, it's a blip or <laughs> how do I classify it? But uh, yeah,
1: yeah, <laughs> oh, I <do>. yeah we'll have <laughs> to wait and see. Definitely gone through, uh, uh, you know, uh, these uh, cycles in the past where everybody talks about something and then a couple of years it don't know where it went. <laughs> <laughs>
0: Just like AI, we had we had revolution. we had AI winter. Now it's back again. Some are saying again it will come. So we'll see.
1: <laughs> now, yeah, yeah, uh, but but I think that uh, that is here to stay. Uh, it it's is here to stay. think? Uh, but uh, AI, well, uh, oh, oh, but we'll see. <laughs> Not because I'm uh, working in that space, but <laughs> in general, like, you know, uh, uh, I mean, how, if you're working how, uh, in that space, uh, you, definitely hope, in
0: you, you definitely hope it stays, right? <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and, um, I'm sure there's going to be good, positive uh, impact. <laughs>
0: <laughs> awesome. Awesome. It was lovely talking to you, creation and, um, great insights and you know you have definitely a very thorough understanding of this domain and you know had a great fun talking to you and understanding um, if i missed anything if you want to say something the last few words so yeah
1: yeah i was just gonna say yeah uh, uh thanks a lot uh, for this opportunity It was absolutely brilliant again uh, I, you know being able to have this uh, conversation with you um, and then like I said uh, please keep up the good work and looking forward to more of your uh, uh, more content in your uh, uh, podcast and to uh, get to learn from those different episodes so thank you